If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. He actually had a prospect device and he found out it was $80,000 and it was only an open and closed device. And his arm that he created was only, what, $200 to make and it was more advanced than that prosthetic ever was. Not so long ago, if someone needed a prosthetic arm, it was just about certain to be clunky, very conspicuous, and limited in what it could do. Oh, and expensive. But there's a New York-based startup that is changing all of that with the help of artificial intelligence and 3D printing. Unlimited Tomorrow has just completed a very successful Indiegogo campaign, and now they are crafting prosthetic arms for 100 amputees in their Unlimited Tomorrow's project. And they can do some pretty exciting things with AI that prosthetics in the past were unable to do. Ella Scarcilli is Unlimited Tomorrow's community manager. Ella, please tell me about what Unlimited Tomorrow is doing. So right now we're in the process of creating an advanced 3D prosthetic. And when I say advanced, I mean completely advanced. So there's advanced muscle sensors that's in the socket that when you flex your muscle, it's actually going to read that movement and transform that into the movement of the fingers. We have force feedback where if you're continuing to do the same movements and like if you're picking up a pen or if you're picking up a cup of coffee or any movement that you seem to do throughout the day, it's going to realize that. It's going to store that. And right when you feel ready to do that movement, it's actually going to pick that up for you and do it like you and I would with, you know, our our limbs without even having to think about it. And that also goes in with the AI control system that we just put into this brand, to this new prosthetic as well. And it's also custom skin tone. So since it's 3D printed and 3D scanned, when you send over your scans to get the prosthetic, we actually get your exact skin tone. So we're able to print your exact skin tone with, like, if you have any imperfections or freckles, even those, like, those lifelines in the back of your hand, we can do that as well. Individual finger movements, which is completely, you know, is the next new thing in prosthetics. Now, there's a lot of prosthetics that actually have individual finger movements, but not as realistic and as spot-on as ours. We're doing crazy things, all the way down to customized fingernails, where you can actually take off the fingernails because they're magnetized and switch them out for longer nails, shorter nails, and you can even go and get them painted as well. I love the crazy things, especially the fingernails, because I'm thinking, what if you have a teenage girl? Well, her girlfriends are going to maybe have all these glittery, glamoury nails for evening, and then next day you go to school and you can't have that, things of that nature. How much fun. What is the beginning of Unlimited Tomorrow? What's the story behind it? So the story is with our the owner and the CEO, Ethan LaChapelle. He actually grew up in Mancus, Colorado, and graduated with 25 kids in his high school class. And he just really liked to take apart things and just build random things in his bedroom. So he actually built this his first hand when he was 14 years old. And... He didn't even intend for it to be an arm, like a prosthetic arm. He just liked to build things and wanted to, like, high-five himself, basically. <laughs> so he actually entered that into a science fair. And when he was at the science fair, he met this little girl who was around probably 13 or 14 years old. And she actually had a prosthetic device. And he found out it was $80,000, and it was only an open and closed device. 
And his device that he created, I mean, his arm that he created was only, what, $200 to make, and it was more advanced than that prosthetic ever was. And that was, like, his aha moment. So then after that, he started to speak at a lot of conferences. He actually went to the White House and met Obama, and he had his first arm shake hands with Obama. He got an internship at NASA, and then he was speaking at a TED Talk, and Tony Robbins actually found him and called him up one day and was like, hey, I love what you're doing. Let's make a company. And he gave us the first money. He gave us the funds to start Unlimited tomorrow. And, you know, here we are now. How exciting is that? That's fantastic. When I saw the prosthetic arm at CES, it was amazing looking. And I thought I understood you to say that this has a sense of touch, too. Yes. So it actually has haptic feedback. So what that means is it's like a vibrating motion. So if you're, you know, you're touching... If you're touching anything, you're going to get, like, that sense of touch in a vibration. So if they, like, bang their arm, they're going to realize that, you know, oh, I banged my arm because I'm feeling some vibration going through my prosthetic into my my residual limb. What really intrigued me about the TED Talk was it looked as though Easton was saying that you wear, like, a headset and you're getting vibes, but you don't have the wires and things. Is that how that works? So with the TED Talk, that was a couple years ago. The device is completely changed from what it was then to what it is now. But in a sense, yeah, you're not wearing a device. You're not wearing anything on your head. It's not really brain. I guess you could say it is brain. You think something and it translates into a movement. But really what it is is the muscle sensors. So when you're thinking like, okay, I need to pick up this glass of water, your muscles are already there without you even having to think about it. So that's really what it is. Let's step through the process of your working with somebody who is an amputee. I understand that you have just finished a crowdfunding campaign that was highly successful, 100 Tomorrows. Let's say that somebody who is a dancer, for example, comes to you and says, I really need a prosthetic arm. What do we do from there? Right. So, yes, we did just finish a crowdfunding campaign called 100 Tomorrows, and we are working with five amputees right now, and we actually are working with a dancer, which is which is funny. So in order to be a part of our test group, which we're not on the market yet, but in order to be a part of our test group, you need to fill out an eligibility form, which is what we have. And it just asks basic information, like where are you amputated, what's your story, have you used devices in the past, and then we have them send in a picture as well to see where they're amputated. Because right now, like I said, right now we are in R&D, and we could, we're only working with from the elbow down amputees just to really refine that technology before we move anywhere else. So we just want to see where you're amputated as well to make sure that our device and our socket will fit for you. And, I mean, you know, if you're not qualified, we're still in the future, we're still going to be advancing this technology and, you know, going to more using different aspects different levels, there you go, different levels of your arm, you know, to be able to help everybody. So we will be able to help as much people as we possibly can. But right now, yes, we're working with 100 amputees before we go to market, which is hopefully in the beginning of January of next year. How exciting is that? Now that you have your crowdfunding and you're working with 100 amputees, what are the next steps in research and development that you can actually tell me about? So the next step is really to be able to you really give out these 100 devices to the amputees and really refine our technology before we go to market. We were, so what's different from us compared to a lot of other prosthetics companies on the market right now is that we go straight to the consumer. So we want to know what they like and what they don't like. Like, for example, we just recently gave a device to this little girl named Zoe, 
And she gave us a three-page letter back with what she would change about it. But that's exactly what we want, right? Because at the end of the day, we're not amputees. We don't know what we want. Little things that she wanted to change was the nails. So we actually, that in our newest device, that's what we did. But we, she also wanted more movement in her forearm. So we took out all of the electronics and put them in the hand, in the palm. So she would be able to have more movement. So that's really what we're really focusing on within the next year is to really refine our technology and see what people want out of this device because we're for the people. We were made by the people with a crowdfunding campaign, and we're for the people. So we're just really trying to get everything right before we go to market with what everyone wants. Like if they want it more realistic or, you know, we're even trying to make it waterproof so you can go swimming with it. So there's a lot of give and take, but mostly we want to see what the 100 people that we're working with want in the device and what they would change. As of today, as Zoe grows up, she's going to be needing different prostheses, or will she be able to work with this one and have it develop? So she would be able to work with the one that we have, and it would develop. So, you know, kids kids are difficult for this industry because, again, a normal prosthetic could go anywhere from thirty dollars to $100,000, especially as advanced as ours. So what's good about ours is since it's 3D printed, we could actually, once she starts growing and outgrows the prosthesis that she's in now, all we need to do is take out all the software and all the, the guts, in a sense, in that prosthetic and just transfer into a new shell. And everything goes with it. So the AI, the AI system. So it's not like you have to relearn the prosthetic. Wow, that is so cool. When you say that prostheses are really expensive and yours costs a lot less, what could Zoe's parents expect to spend on a prosthetic like this one? So, like I said, a lot of prosthetics, if they're anywhere close to it, as advanced as ours, could be anywhere from eighty to one hundred thousand dollars. Since we're three D printed and three D scanned, is anywhere from ten to five thousand dollars. So, we're really trying to break it down by the end of this year to get it down to five. That's our goal for two thousand nineteen, but. Once Zoe outgrows that, the prosthetic that she's in right now, we're probably going, we're not there yet, but we're probably going to have a subscription where someone pays like a certain amount a month, and then when the new technology comes out, the new arm comes out, they get that. But it would probably be an upsell from maybe another two $2,000 compared to another $80,000 when a new prosthetic would be. Wow, what an improvement. I understand a lot of your software is open source. Yes, that's correct. If there are people listening right now who love to do things like this and love to tinker with 3D printing and software and such, how do they get involved and possibly help you innovate on this one? Well, you just go to unlimitedtomorrow.com. We have it in our About Me, a link that will transfer you to the open source page that we have. And you could, you know, tinker around with it as much as you guys would like. Again, that's unlimitedtomorrow.com. And if you'd like to get a look at those files and open source software for the robotic arm, unlimitedtomorrow.com forward slash roboarm.html should bring those right up. Of course, I wondered about the young girl, Momo, who served as a catalyst for all of this. How's Momo doing? She's doing good. Yep, Momo's doing great. Actually, when I first started working here was way after Momo had her device, but we actually just shipped out a new scanner because she grew we shipped out a new scanner to her. We're getting her updated measurements, and we're going to be printing out a new arm for her. And Unlimited Tomorrow continues to look ahead in some additional exciting areas. From the arm to, like, you know, maybe fingers to the wrist down, the lower extremities, and even exoskeleton. 
in the future. We're not there yet, but we're planning on getting there. Which would enable somebody who was paralyzed, perhaps from the waist down, to walk again? Yes. Wow, that is amazing. How did you yourself get involved with Unlimited Tomorrow? I understand that you are an advertising PR professional. Right, yeah. So I actually did advertising and social media marketing a lot at a company in Tarrytown, New York. And, you know, I just, I wanted to change. So I was looking through Indeed, and there was this awesome, like, you know, it said, like, if you want to help kids, if you want to, you know, better yourself, or if you, the, the description was insane. It, I just felt, like, so connected to it automatically. So I applied, not thinking I would get the job or anything, because I had no experience in in the tech world. I was an engineer and, you know, or anything regarding technology. So I was really happy when I got the phone call. And when I first came in, I met Easton, and he's so down to earth. And it was just, it was a click. And they actually gave me a paper to read, like, when I got home to see, well, here, read this, blah, 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 right? So I went home, and I read this paper that they gave me, and it's from this little kid that said, I hope I could get a prosthetic because I want to be able to play drums and hug my mommy and daddy with both arms. And, of course, you know, I cried because it was so touching. And that's when I realized, like, I'm like, I hope I get this job. I I really want to be able to help people and, like, help kids like this. And I was lucky enough to, to get the job. Did you do a prosthetic for the little kid, or are you in the process of doing one? So we're in the process right now of doing it. I actually do, the, like I said, I do, I do the marketing here, and I do a lot of the inbound communication with the amputees or people that want to be a part of the 100 Tomorrow group. And just the emails that we get are just so, it's, it's sad. I mean, but it's good to know that we have the technology to help improve these kids' lives. Like a lot of them, unfortunately, you know, get bullied and they're homeschooled or a lot of them feel left out, or they don't feel normal, and they want to be able to, like I said, hug their mommy and daddy with both arms, or cut food, or like be able to bring groceries in with both hands, you know, without having to make more than one trip, and be able to hold a cell phone and a coffee simultaneously. It's, it's a lot, but we are in the process of working with a lot of people and hoping to be able to bring the technology to the market very soon and really change up the game. In fact, as you said that, I'm stunned that we take so much for granted. Right, right. And, you know, it's it's not even that, yeah, it is that, you know, that we're just so used to it. So being able to, you know, help somebody be able to hold coffee and a cell phone or be able to hold their cell phone in both hands. Like we actually, when we went to give the device to Zoe, she was playing with this slinky And she was able to, like, balance the slinky in both hands, and that was just mind-blowing to her. She was like, this is amazing. I can't believe I could do this. And she was able to hold a cell phone in one hand, and then she actually was able to, like, hold coffee with with the prosthetic. It was, it was, seeing it in someone's eyes is is just, there's no words. It's, It's amazing what we could do to help out this community. You're literally giving me chills here. This is life changing. <laughs> of course, the important question is how can people best support you as you go forward with this? Right. So we did our Indiegogo campaign 100 Tomorrows and we were successful. So, but we're in demand right now. So if anybody is interested in just giving money still to it, they can. Or if they know anybody that is amputated and can benefit from this technology to reach out to me. My name is Ella Scarcilli. My email address is ella.s at unlimitedtomorrow.com. And I could send over an eligibility form. And once again, that's Unlimited Tomorrow, Ella Scarcilli, ella.s at unlimitedtomorrow.com. Right. As we wrap up here, Ella, and thank you for your time, 
if people could only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you really love them to take away? Making a difference. Because, you know, when I met you at CES, everybody had this amazing technology and they're doing such great things and really cool stuff, right? But what separated us from a lot of those people is that our technology is actually helping change the lives of people and helping give this community that has, in a sense, been neglected in the sense of, you know, a prosthetic is $80,000. Even with the best insurance, they're only, they still have to pay $20,000 out of pocket, is that we, it's more of the, of, of us helping people and being able to change that community and giving them a voice and giving them something that they need. You know, not everybody needs a newest iPhone, right? But everybody deserves to have another arm, another limb. So that's what we're doing. That's what's different. Ella, thank you for your time today. Of course. You and I have been listening to Ella Scarcilli, Community Manager of Unlimited Tomorrow. If you'd like to know more about Unlimited Tomorrow's current projects and their open source software, check out their website, unlimitedtomorrow.com. As Ella said, you'll find their open source software under their About Us link. And if you happen to know an amputee who could benefit from this technology, Ella would definitely like to have them reach out to her at ella.s at unlimitedtomorrow.com. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.